Welcome to Charm the Water. My name's Aaron David. This is Day of Saturn. Such a delicious. These are really good. <clears throat> Aha. I like the name. Aha. Hebrew letters. I want to do a bit of Themis Gematria. Meaning... Uh, basically, here we're just going to break her name down to number. And then, once we have that, we can keep a little, I guess, Themis prayer book. And what would be in it are numbers and mathematical stuff and letters. So let's start that. Themis. T-H-E-M-I-S. And you know it as... Uh, the Golden Dawn book progresses. We're spending three months with Themis visualization and then moving into the next three-part phase of that. And her name will change. Her archetypal nature will not change. But her name and the, her God form will change. Uh, and so at that point, we can add to this little prayer book, this little journal of Themis um, Gematria. So this is like day one, Themis Gematria. Uh, Themis, T-H-E-M-I-S. So I believe the best way to approach that would be T-H, Ta, 400, skip the first vowel, M, Mim, which is 40, and then the is on the end. We'll use yod for the I, 10, and then S, Samic, 60. Leaving us with a 60. 510, is that correct? Now, if we add another yod for the E, that would be 520. So we can have those like that we need to look at every angle, in other words. Every different spelling uh, would be good to add in here, just to add to, to be able to see this unfold itself. Um, so right now we will go to Godwin's Kabbalistic Encyclopedia. Now that we have these two numbers and two alternates, look at Sefer Sephiroth at 510. <clears throat> Okay, census allegoricus. So, allegoris, allegorical sense. Uh, rectitudo equitas recta rectilineum, which is interesting. If we type this into Google Translate, uh, what do we get here? Uh, man, I did wrong. I had it. Now we got to do it again. Height, rectitudo equitas recta rectilineum straightness equity straight line themis uh if you go back and read the golden dawn or did i read the golden dawn entry on that i don't know if i, I don't remember now 
But uh, this is very much in line with her archetypal nature. Straightness, equity, straight lined. And also with 510 and Sefer Sephiroth, we have listed the head, which is interesting, Resh, given that the uh, Aaron Leach pointed out that in ATRs, African traditional religions, the holy guardian angel concept around Western esoteric tradition can be seen in the African traditional religions around the notion of the head spirit. Um, the crown uh, marriage thing. He goes, if you want to check it out, go over to Aaron Leach's website. I can't think of the name of it. But um, this very much makes sense to me and what headlessness and what it means and a bunch of other stuff. So Resh, head, uh, being a symbol for the HGA, Holy Guardian Angel or Supernatural Assistant, the marriage, the alchemical marriage we're talking about, which if we take into context what I read around the Dweller on the Threshold uh, with, uh, what's the guy's name? Steiner. Steiner. Um, we get there, the marriage is the shadow with the shadow, which reveals a third. And this is very Kabbalistic Tree of Life's notions. Uh, so it fits, is what I'm saying. Song is also here. Sarai, who uh, that is interesting. If we, if we throw the Jungian stuff back over this, how do we get to the HGA? We have to integrate the shadow, revealing the person of the anima or animus. And here's Sarai, uh, wife of Abram. So in that sense, it, it kind of fits. It kind of corresponds. It kind of resonates, if you see what I mean. And also, interestingly, is Draco, um, which if we go to Eastern mysticism um, with dragon stuff um obviously uh the uh prana um the um why can't i think of what it's called <clears throat> what is it called the dragon power stuff kundalini um the notion that there is a dormant goddess coiled in the muhadara uh, chakra and that she can be roused and wakened from her darkness and her slumber traveling up the middle column middle pillar or the spinal column up through these portals or these spheres these chakras um, and marrying with her lord in <clears throat> uh, the crown chakra so you can see all of these words are kind of resonant with each other. That's why Gematria is trying to build out a book of resonance around archetypal things. And that's what we're doing here with Themis. So I very much think 510 works, but 520 legitium, Latin for law. And also under 520 in Sefer Sephiroth is tears. 
I think those things go together pretty good. Uh, as um, many times the consequence of the law are tears. And um, that, that works incredibly well. Uh, Themis. Woo! Like, really potent. Did you expect that? I didn't expect that. But that's why I haven't used it a lot. I'm no expert in Gematria, but when I have used it, it's had like eye-opening stuff like this every time. Oh, uh, we can also look, is there anything else listed in here? Let's see. Um, Tamani is 510, the land of King Husham of Edom. And then 520, Anath, a Semitic goddess similar to Astarte as mentioned. I think that's um, that's very interesting in, in relation to how the planet v Venus, especially in Eastern mysticism, I'm thinking specifically of a book called The Greatness of Saturn, uh, which Venus is understood as this archetypal enlightening, awakening, uh, bringer of enlightenment, bringer of the dawn, bringer of the light, light bearer. Um, you know, so, this is what I'm talking about. You start using words and they all begin to resonate with each other alongside these archetypes. So, um, let's see here. 500 and, where'd it go? 520. I think they're both great. So we'll continue to build out on both these spellings. Now, just for fun, I will as well look up the new Aeon English Kabbalah. And see what we get for Themis. It's not something I use. So the NAEQ sum is 102. <clears throat> All right. So that's just for those of you interested in that. Let me take a look here. I mean, we can do a visual Hebrew spelling of it. I'm not using the E because I only have one Yod card. Otherwise, I probably would. Because the 520 spelling being law right there in that, it's, it's just, that's, that's pretty potent. What am I looking for? There's our S. But the color of these, these are correct co color correspondences on these cards. This is really cool. So when you do the visualization of Themis as your the, the letters, Hebrew letters, this is what I do, is the divine light of Kether, which I'm using a fixed star to draw down that light. 
uh, becomes the light as it enters the crown chakra or uh, this ab above the head. Um, it takes the form of Hebrew letters, which then come down and are vocalized, vibrated, and then projected out into this astral form of Themis that you're creating in the visualization. That's what I'm up to every day I do the practice. So this would be really cool as a kind of color guided aid to the visualization. Will I use it? I don't know, but it's cool colors if you think about Themis and then see this. So here they are. Whoops. Pretty cool, isn't it? I think it's cool. Themis Meditation Day 6. Uh, I'm going to close my eyes and try to return there. Uh, first of all, I saw a woman with dark hair and she was... And the background of her almost seemed like a suburban neighborhood at night. And I could see this house and it was white and I could see her and her short dark hair and she was wearing what seemed to be a graduation cap. At first I thought it was like a Statue of Liberty type crown or something but then it quickly became a graduation cap and so she was young wearing graduation cap short dark hair and i could see behind her this suburban neighborhood at night and it's almost like each each visualization i get something pulled up that i'm familiar with so the feeling associated with this visualization that I was shown um, was of Childhood's End by Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, there's a description, there's this rooftop scene with this house party and it's very built out. I don't remember the details, but that scene that house is very built out in my imagination from years ago when I read it. Um, it makes me want to read again or go to library thing where my old ass review is and look at it. But um, I can see this. This is it. This is the backdrop. If I were to go in the front door of that house, this was like a 1950s, <clears throat> very modern architecture at the time, um, house. It was really cool and where you could access the rooftop and there's this astronomical 
stuff up there, including a telescope. And it's very, like, chic, art deco, 1950s feel, this vibe. Like, with the, the plush carpets, whatever those are called. And um, I know that this is the house that I'm seeing Themis as this young, dark-haired girl. I mean, dark-haired. I mean, like, like dark auburn, which is the first time I've seen in this visualization series uh, that. Which, each night, it's something different. Um, I will say that it was the hour of Saturn in which I did this. Uh, I double checked this time. It just feels better to keep my eyes closed. I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't want to open them. But it was the hour of Saturn. And I did invoking Earth pentagram rituals. And um, her robes. That was the very first thing I saw. Almost like robes. Like Statue of Liberty type robes. Not the type of like Greek robe I've been visualizing, but more like Statue of Liberty, but yellow and violet robes. And then I see this almost like Statue of Liberty-esque crown, but then it, it, it becomes very solidified as a graduation cap on this young girl. And uh, I, I very distinctly see the nighttime behind her on this suburban street with this white house on the left and i'm thinking about arthur c clark and uh the feeling the feeling <clears throat> that i have when i remember that scene that's what i felt it's not like a literal i can't give it to you in words all i can tell you is that there's a feeling this magical feeling that accompanies my memory of that scene from that book and i have always almost felt like i was there and perhaps it's in japan i can't remember where the t scene took place in the book but if it was japan i'd be blown away um almost like i was there and there's this feeling of hopefulness in the future and looking up at the stars and knowing that we'll get there. Um, that's the kind of feeling this um, accompanies that memory. And that was what was evoked when I saw what I saw in this visualization. Um, from there, oh, yes, there was one more thing just before the visualization started with you know how she holds the scales and the chalice and you go through that just before that i saw her holding up or pointing to what i think it was like an open scroll or maybe open book i couldn't see what was on it and I, I struggled with the visualization a little bit. And then I saw a Hebrew letter. And it was this. Hey. Um, I very distinctly saw this separated. 
So I know it was this Hebrew letter. And um, the meaning is window. Um, value of five, which is interesting giving our gematria from earlier with the 510 and 520. All multiples of five. All right, I'm here on Thalemopedia and we're looking at key scale 15. Uh, this is, this is, uh, where'd it go? <laughs> Hit window. And this is the path joining Hokma and Tifereth. Tarot is the emperor, element, fire, astrology, Aries. Sign of the Zodiac, Aries, planetary ruler, Mars, exalted planet, soul, angels, rune, ruling, let me pull this up real quick, angels, ruling, houses, AL, 12 lesser assistant angels in the signs, Sharhiel, angel, lords of the triplicity in the signs by day, Satiraton, angel, lords of the triplicity in the signs by night, Sapatavi, angels of the decantes, decantes, ascendant, zazer, secedent, bahahimi, cadent, statunder, magical images of the decans, ascendant, a tall, dark, restless man with keen, flame-colored eyes bearing a sword, secedent, a green-clad woman with one left bare from the ankle to the knee. Cadent, a restless man in scarlet robes with golden bracelets on his hands and arms. Perfumes, myrtle, succedent, that was ascendant, myrtle, succedent, stemonia, cadent, black pepper. And then we have the Goetic Demons by day. The Ascendant, Baal, Succedent, Agaris, Cadent, Fasago, Goetic Demons by Night, Goetic Demons of Deccans by Night, Ascendant, Phoenix, Succedent, Halphus, Cadent, Malphus, Egyptian Gods of the Zodiac, Ascendant, Deccan, Aroeris, Succedent, Deccan, Anubis, Cadent, Deccan, Horus, Egyptian Names of the Deccans, Ascendant, Assassin, succedent, lyncher, cadent, ascentacer. Uh, God forms Mentu, Isis, Shifa, Athena, Mars, Minerva, King scale, Scarlet, Queen scale, Red, Emperor scale, Brilliant flame, Empress scale, Glowing red, Animals, Ram, Owl, Plants, Tiger lily, Geranium. <clears throat> olive geranium? It says olive in parentheses or something. I don't know. Precious stones, ruby, perfume, dragon's blood, vegetable drugs, all cerebral excitants. I'm going to drink some coffee right now. The human body, head, and face. Magic and mysticism, genie of the 12 hours. This is from Levi. Papu Sinbuck. Rasfuya, Zahun, Higlot, Mizkun, Haven. 
Mansions of the Moon, Ares, Sharatan, Ram's Head, Batayin, Ram's Belly, and Suraya, the Pleiades. That's interesting. Suraya. Uh, those can be further looked at. Mansions of the Moon on Lunarium. Uh, like the write-ups over there. Order of the Cliffoth, Baererion, Baerion, one of those two. Forty Buddhist meditations, bloody corpse, magical weapons, the horns, energy, the burin. <clears throat> That's the little thing you scratch stuff with. Modern equivalents, uh, do I have mine in here? It's the little um, Dremel. <laughs> Let's see here, where was I? Um, magical power, power of consecrating things. Um, geomantic figure and lineal figures of the planets, etc. Puer. Geomantic Intelligences, Melchiadel, Legendary Orders of Being, Mania, Erinies, and in parentheses, Eumenides, Heavens of Isaiah, Tala, Aries, Fire. Okay, so that was the entire listing. It puts all that together over on Philemapedia. That's why I've used it for years. It's just all right there in one place so what i'm thinking about doing this is now sunday morning it's 11:19, and just in a few moments we're going to have the sun enter into aries it's 29 degrees 59 minutes now it might actually be there by the t let me go to present time we're not we're 29 degrees 59 minutes so I think in about 10 minutes, the sun is going to enter Aries. This is the spring equinox. Now what I'm looking at, the moon is 29 degrees Libra. Let's go jump ahead like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. We hit zero degrees Aries and the moon is void of course. Damn it. Check now. Zero degrees Scorpio. And uh, it's trying the ascendant, sextile descendant. I'm going to, I, I haven't, I'm, man, I run boots on the ground. We're going to pick out a time on this spring equinox to create. Remember going back to that, the magical power of what? What did Themis show us? The Hebrew letter Hey. What is that representative of? Today, that was Saturday night. This is today, Sunday, which so happens to be the sun entering into Aries and the element of fire represented all that, all I just read is contained within that symbolic Hey, the Hebrew letter. So, I mean, it's kind of incredible that in my uh, my vision, she holds up the hay, and then here we are today, sun entering Aries. 
um, I hope you can see like how resonant all this stuff is. And this is how it works. This is how symbolic communication, this is it's coming online. Um, and this is what all Hermeticists are struggling to become fluent with symbolic dream logic stuff. So much better than words. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So magical power is the power of consecrating things. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Starting with what? Well, I may <clears throat> reconsecrate the temple space and etc. Um, the weapons, maybe. And if you're going to consecrate something, this right here is what what I use. This is abramelin oil. Crowley's recipe with one edition of my own. And uh, what I want to consecrate today is from uh, Mathers's Key of Solomon. I want to jump to Pentacles of the Sun. And we want we want the fourth pinnacle of the sun created, and I'm talking about real soon. As soon as as soon as the sun enters Aries, that's going to be the hour of Saturn. Let's go to an appropriate hour. There's Jupiter. There it is. There it is, sun. This gives me more time to prepare to do this. At 1310 minutes, we have sun in Aries, zero degrees in four minutes. And we have um, moon, zero degrees, 15 minutes, Scorpio. Okay, uh, this has been kind of long and involved. So we took our pe correspondences and uh, some frankincense, cinnamon, olive abramelin, and uh, I've forgotten what the solar expensive herb is. What is it called? I've forgotten. Saffron, saffron, and we uh, did a full-on trithemian conjuration of the Archangel of the Sun and the Spirit of the Sun and the Intelligence of the Sun. We re-consecrated a couple of things and then consecrated uh, this, which I set there during this, after the uh, conjuration, and created this, which is the fourth pinnacle of the sun. I'll just give you a little glimpse. Woo! Woo! And um, that may come in extraordinarily handy. 
Its use is uh, this serveth to enable thee to see the spirits when they appear invisible unto those who invoke them, because when thou hast uncovered it, they will immediately appear visible. And uh, then we gave the spirits of the sun license to depart. And to wrap it all up, we did uh, a invocation of Horus, because this is March 20th. the day you do that. And uh, that was prerequisited with pentagram ritual, invoking fire pentagram ritual. And so I'm really anxious now to see what kind of results we get from this talisman. Um, as to the astrology of it, uh, it's going to be the hour of the sun, day of sun. I'm pulling up the AstroVisor app now. And where was the other thing? Where is my phone? So Kelly screamed last night like bloody murder. And it so shook me up that I got angry and I didn't ask her what it was about until this morning. I mean, bloody murder screaming out of a dead sleep. So this is what she sent me. Um, something was in the room like it was teaching me a lesson. It was horrible and I was terrified and trying again to sleep. I... I feel like m me saying I was proud of myself for trying to talk to the woman in the window was wrong. Like this was to punish me. It was horrible. I was so scared last night. It was black, shapeless, had eyes, and low to the ground. It kept getting up on the bed, under the covers, by my feet. It compressed hard on the bed like a heavy man plopped down. It did that twice, once at my feet. And then again, begging my butt? That's got to be a typo. Uh, yesterday, when I was laying down napping during the day, I was woken up to someone walking at the end of the bed. When they passed by the windows, the light blocked out for a second. I turned to look, thinking you were in the room, but then I heard you in the living room. I felt uneasy, but forced myself back to sleep. I should have known. So uh, she feels these things were directly related to the woman at the window, which I think I told you about. Man, there's so much goes on all the time. I don't know. That's why I'm glad I'm recording this because I can't keep up with it. But it seems like a shadowy little astral pest thing. And I mentioned, you know, this notion about going back to Steiner's dweller on the threshold and what the shadowy stuff is and how it must be absorbed into the light. Uh, it must be equilibriated. It must be neutralized by essentially eating it and integrating it. So um, it's interesting that was bothering Kelly last night and she felt that it was in relation to her being uh, 
being brave when the night before she saw the woman at the window and tried to communicate with her. She felt like this was punishment. So in that light, that's interesting in that there seems to be just going from the evidence here of these two experiences, a repressive force that does not wish her to uh, look into her psychic abilities. That's kind of interesting, is it not? And at the same time, uh, I am, for really the first time, striving to further develop my own. Um, and with that, I think, encourage Kelly to um, more systematically approach her ability. So I'm not exactly how to do that, but... Uh, We'll see as we uh, progress into the Themis visualizations what unfolds there. I've not done today's yet. Uh, I just did like a whole lot of magic. So I'm going to let things cool down before, um, before doing the Themis meditation today. And... <clears throat> I'm really glad to get this fourth pinnacle of the sun done. It's done in beeswax and I've got a red silk wrapped around it, but I've wanted to do it for a very long time. And my suspicion is this will aid me in uh, clairvoyant experiments and uh, seeing astral whatevers. <laughs> and I think I forgot to mention this. I am pretty sure last night I was so tired. I felt like I had been conked on the head. I literally went to sleep. It was like 1030. I couldn't put sentences together. And I was like, I'll finish this video in the morning. So I think what I neglected to say about yesterday's visualization, I don't remember if I did or not. But after, um, I'm trying to think of what point this happened. Was it during the visualization? Anyway, the vision was this, that I was up. I feel like this was liftoff from my astral temple. And I was trying to figure out where I was. And I wasn't sure, and I'm still not sure. There should have been some symbols around. But... I, I kind of suspect it was the sphere of Yasod. Uh, I saw like this white sphere, almost like a room or a palace, except I don't know. It was like something out of Super Smash Brothers media. Like a, it was like a domed realm that had like, I think I do remember talking about this plush carpets. It was all white. And there was a woman there, but I can't remember much details about her now, other than she was very queenly, and she this this was like her palace, and on the outside of this domed like condo palace, I could see there was like no walls, but it was like domed, and I could see a dragon circling. Just constantly circling, circling. I think it was actually going clockwise. And 
and the sphere and um, then doing the pentagram restful after this uh, I think I did mention this so as if this is the second time around I just forget but it's like the delirium hit me <laughs> in that the last pentagram ritual shutting it down all of a sudden like I didn't know where I was in the ritual I just like I just woke up there and um, I had to start over but I opened my eyes and it was just like total disorientation like I had no idea what I had just done or anything but I knew I'd lost my place you know performing the pentagram ritual just opened my eyes and I had no idea where I was in the ritual so I just started it over and then we get to the the north and I think this is where I got to before I just blinked out or something it was so strange but as I am drawing the pentagram the Agla pentagram like I flashed this dragon this green dragon uh, with yellow eyes just like a flash so those were interesting bits and I'm gonna have to listen to this myself because I think this video is like chopped up over two or three days now I don't even know what I've said in it uh, but I'm super excited to have this this pentacle Smells really good too. It smells like abramelin oil. Alright, I'm gonna leave this alone here. Did I go over the astrology? That's the last thing I want to do. So this was hour of the sun. It happens to be still the hour of the sun, I think. Let's back up to when the ritual started today. Okay. Hold on. Present time. Well, that's interesting. I think I did not start this in the hour of the sun, but rather the hour of Mars. So I guess I did that by, I don't know. I had meant to do it in the hour of the sun, but whatever. So we did it in the hour of Mars. Day of sun, hour of Mars. And I actually set the alarm. Let me look at what time I actually went out there. One thirty-seven. So we have an exact time for me to be out there and yeah I did this in the hour of Mars however it crossed over into the hour of Sun certainly at 1424 what time is it now it's 1503 so absolutely started this in uh, hour of Mars and crossed over into hour of Sun I'm going to back up now to 
We'll go one. We'll go fourteen hundred is probably when I was actually carving on the uh, piece of wax with the burin or however it's pronounced. So I'm going to go with this as. Let's take a look. Moon was one degree Scorpio. Let's look at the aspects here. This is something I don't, I have never based anything on. It's always I look at it after the fact. Like I don't try to find a perfect, perfect thing. I just go ahead and do what I'm going to do according to planetary day and planetary hour. And then I'll study the astrology later because I'm not the type of person that the astrology dictates exactly what I do unless it's terrible. And I'm like, yeah, I probably won't do that. A general rule is to look for a uh, good aspected moon, a well-aspected moon, and a well-aspected planet on the planetary day you're doing it. And I like that it's lunar day 18. Um, aspects, man, I... Moon, trine, part of fortune. Uh, Mars was sextile, midheaven. Trine, I see. Sun was trine, ascendant, sextile, descendant. Uh, moon was actually square the ascendant and square the descendant. So, whatever. We'll find out if this thing works or not. Anyway. Um, Mars was 10 degrees Aquarius. Venus was 13 degrees Aquarius. Mercury, 17 degrees Pisces. Jupiter, 18 degrees Pisces. The Sun. Right there, entering into Aries in the 8th house. So, this is something. This is probably the best thing I like about this. Um... The sun is in the eighth house and it's trying, <clears throat> trying the first house in Leo. So if I, <clears throat> let's say if I were to sell this, which I'm not, that would probably be my selling point. All right, uh, I think that wraps it up for today. Until next time.